Hello and welcome back to episode 5 of Leadership, Management and Professional Excellence. Really happy to have you back again for this episode and today we are going to be focusing on another absolutely essential element of being a manager and a leader and that is how to develop and grow the capability of your team members. Now, this is something that, again, when we talked about action-centred leadership, we talked about developing the individual. And it's one of those pieces that, again, a lot of managers that I've worked with in the past have have not focused enough on. And, And the more you can grow the capability of your people, the more effectively they'll be able to perform for you. Not only does it improve their capability, but it also improves their engagement. They feel like they're making progress. And yeah, you know what? Sometimes you may even lose somebody once they've gotten to a certain point and they decide they want to move upwards or onwards. You'll never stop that. But the worst thing you can do is keep people in a box and and not grow their skills because they'll go anyway. And if you're even unluckier, they'll stay and they won't be able to do the things that you need them to do. So being able to develop and grow your people is an absolutely key element. What it also does, it helps you to attract people when you're advertising for a role, particularly internally. If you're known as a manager that has been seen to help other people expand and grow their careers, well, guess what? That gives you the choice of the best people who are more likely to want to come and work for you uh, as part of their career development. So It's a really, really key part of what you want to do. And I'm going to cover again, just at very high level, two very, very related but different elements, and that's feedback and coaching. And these are two of the most uh, misused words in in the corporate world, I guess. And, And often people will think they're doing one when they're not. And getting it right, getting the basics right for feedback and coaching are absolutely key. And part of that is knowing when each one should be used. Um, the one thing I would say about both feedback and coaching, and you can you can search any of either of these terms in, in your search engine, there are countless models for giving feedback and there are countless different models for giving coaching. I'm not going to even try and cover all of them, but I'm going to pick two, uh, one for each that I've worked with extensively in the past. And, and I believe very strongly that simplicity is the key here. The simpler the model, the more likely we are to use it and the more powerful the impact can be. So I'll share those with you, but feel free to explore the worlds of feedback and coaching at your leisure uh, and pick up anything that you need to. So let's kick off with feedback. Now, feedback is essentially about telling somebody rather than asking them questions. It's when you have a particular message that you want to deliver to somebody and you need to tell it straight and you need to tell it honestly and directly. And that feedback can be about performance, it can be about behaviour, it can be about anything that is relevant to the work that they do. And I've worked with a lot of managers in the past who have had to give feedback and have not felt confident doing it because they 
didn't quite have the structure in their mind to help them to do it. And, and there's some very, very simple golden rules about giving feedback that I will share with you today. And the model that I'm going to use is a very simple one. And again, you can search this. It's the peer model. P-E-E-R. The peer model of giving feedback. And I'll just work through it very quickly and give you a few little pointers with each element. So let's start with the P. The P is about permission. Just getting the individual's permission to give them some feedback. So, okay, uh, Harry, I've got some feedback for you. I'm saying Harry, by the way, he's my producer. He's sat here with me today. Um, he's looking rather worried now that I'm going to give him some feedback, which kind of shows what the culture is around feedback, because we tend to only give it when somebody's done something wrong or badly. I don't want you to be one of those managers. I want you to be a manager that is equally enthusiastic about giving feedback when somebody's done something well as you are about giving feedback when they have done something wrong or badly. So the P is about permission. Um, okay, thanks for coming to see me. Uh, just got some feedback I'd like to give you. Are you okay with that? Just get that little bit of feedback, make sure that they're happy with that, and then you can move on. I've yet to come across a case where they'll say, no, you can't give me feedback. And if they were to say that, my my response would be, well, I'm going to give it to you anyway, so grab a seat and, and we'll talk it through. So the E, the first of the two E's, is about giving the example of whatever it is you're giving feedback on. Now, this is a really key one because that example needs to be specific. It needs to be clear, specific detail of what it is you are feeding back on. Now, it also needs to be objective and without emotion. You must not, at this stage, put your interpretation of that example on your feedback. Let me give you an example. If I said, Harry, I want to give you some feedback. Is that okay? Right. Harry, uh, at the team meeting this morning, when I announced this new company initiative, um, you were really negative about it. Now, that's not constructive feedback. I'm putting my own interpretation of his behaviour on it. What I should be doing is saying, right, Harry, I want to give you some feedback. Grab a seat. I uh, just want to talk this through with you. At the team meeting this morning, I noticed when I announced the new company initiative, I saw you, you rolled your eyes, you folded your arms, you sat back and started tutting. That is the example of the behaviour. Actually drill right down to the behaviour that you have noticed. That is the example you need to give. I have not put any emotional spin on it. I've just described what it was that I observed. Now, the next E is about the effect. That's when your emotion comes in. So, Harry, when I announced that initiative, I noticed, I saw you roll your eyes, you folded your arms, you started tutting. Now, that made me feel that you were undermining the message I was trying to get across. That's the effect. That's the bit where you will describe what it looked like or what it felt like to you or to another individual based on the behaviour that that person described. That is a much, much more powerful way of delivering the feedback because it makes it much more difficult for the individual to argue or deny 
the message that you're giving. And this is one thing that strong managers will do. They will be very forensic and precise in the example that they give. You can then freely give the effect. So that made me feel like, or that looked to me like, or it made the others feel a bit uncomfortable based on what they said to me. That's where you give the effect uh, of the example that you stated. And then the R is very simply about results. Right, so this is what I need to discuss with you to, in order to make sure that we don't find this situation happening again. And that's when you will open up the conversation and maybe explore what that individual's thoughts are behind it, but actually how you are going to move forward. So we may agree as a result of that conversation. Well, look, if you are feeling a bit cynical about things, I would prefer that you come and talk to me privately about it because otherwise it's going to negatively impact on the rest of the team. So that's just a little bit about giving feedback at a really high level. Now, we, we could spend hours and hours going into this and, and practicing examples, but if you use that as your basic structure of giving feedback, you won't go far wrong. But also remember, as much as you do this for things that aren't good, focus on things that are right as well. So, Harry, I noticed that that conversation that you had uh, with a customer this morning, I just want to talk to you and give you some feedback on that. Is that okay? great well I listened to the conversation and you were asking a whole load of open questions and you're also allowing the customer to answer those questions and from where I was stood it really looked like you were gaining their buy-in you were finding out a lot about them you're really learning what was important to them and that meant that you could match their needs really nicely and I just want to share that observation with you and encourage you to keep doing more of the same that's fantastic well done the power of positive feedback my friends catch people doing the right thing and the more you do that the less negative feedback you will have to give so just remember that when you're thinking about giving feedback so that's the tell side of it that's feedback coaching on the other hand is more about asking questions than it is about telling coaching is when you are helping somebody discover their own ideas their own thoughts you don't have a message that you want to push into them you want to get their thoughts and help them come up with their ideas their solutions and really find out what it is that they want to do differently and the model i tend to to prefer for coaching is the grow model g-r-o-w Again, it just helps give you a bit of structure to the questions that you want to ask. Now, if you're going to coach, the first thing you've got to consider is, do I believe that this person has an answer? Do I believe that they have the right motivation? Do I believe that they are capable of coming up with their own ideas? And if the answer to all those is yes, then maybe coaching is going to be more appropriate than feedback so you can coach on anything you can coach on uh, have a much more general conversation about career goals you can talk about a particular element of their performance or a behavior and that would be a case about really just working through that model so the g would stand for goals so okay harry talk to me about your career goals what is it that you want to be doing in two, three, four, five years. Describe it to me. 
And then just let that person encourage them to talk about what it was they want to achieve. And a little tip for all your questions is never just accept the first answer. Always drill a bit deeper. So, okay, when they finished answering, okay, that's interesting. What else? What else might there be? And I'll often ask that two or three times just to get beneath that first answer and find out a little bit more. The R then stands for reality. That's about establishing how near or far they are to that goal at this point of time. So, okay, Ari, you've described to me what you want to be doing in three years' time. Three years' time, you want to rule the world. You want to be the biggest media magnet in the whole uh, country. Describe to me at this point in time, where you are on that journey. How near, how far are you from that? And again, just get them to share with you what they believe their strengths are, what areas they need to develop, whether they are close to it, whether they are far away from it. And again, feel free to use the what else, what else can you think of, tell me more, to encourage more of those answers. Then the O is about exploring the options. To help them move forward. So you've you've told me where you want to be in three years' time. You've you've also shared with me a little bit about where you think you are on that journey. So feel free to summarize as you go along. So now that you've described that to me, share with me what you think are the options to help you get there. And this is where you need to be, again, very patient and encourage them to come up. They might come at you with a whole load of ideas. They may take some time. This is when your skills as a coach should also involve the ability to shut up and let them talk. Don't feel you need to jump in straight away and help them with their answers. Give them time to think about it. Sometimes you can carry a coaching conversation over more than one meeting. You might sit down and do part the first couple of bits of the coaching one day and you might get back together a few days later. I'll give you some time to think about it. Let's get back together on Friday and, and we can explore those options in more detail. You don't have to do it all in one go. But encourage them to come up with their ideas. Resist the temptation to offer your solutions at this stage if they really are struggling and they can't come up with anything you might want to give them a little nudge and help them move forward but otherwise this is where your ability as a coach is down to resisting the temptation because you may have some great ideas but you want to hold back from making the job too easy for them because this is about them thinking for themselves what they want to come up with And again, with those options, encourage them to be creative. What else can you think of? If, if resources weren't a problem or if you had a magic wand, what would you want to be an option to help you get there? Encourage creative thinking because quite often the first few answers you get will be the lazy ones. They'll be the obvious ones. But quite often just by digging a bit deeper, you'll help them uncover new ideas. And quite often those ideas may be even better than anything you could think of. And then the W is about their will to act. So you've described to me some, some really creative options there and some ideas of how you might take this forward. Just share with me which of those do you want to focus on and how committed you are to making them happen. Just have that conversation around... What is it they're going to take? Because they may not be able to take up all the options. You might help them pick one or two that are going to help them. And then just talk to them about their commitment. And, and one of the phrases I'll use is 
So on a, on a scale of one to ten, where one is not at all and ten is totally up for it, where would you put your commitment now to taking this forward? And if it's anything less than a ten, my response might be so what would it take to make that a 10 just to get a sense of what their level of commitment is and how keen they are to do it the other part of the w is when are we going to review it when are we going to sit down and have a look and see how it's going and that might be in a week's time a month's time whatever it might be the powerful benefits of coaching are that you get people to think for themselves. You don't want to be one of those managers that is always telling, right, you need to do this, you need to do that. You then create a culture where your people will depend on you for the answers all the time and you won't encourage them to think for themselves. Coaching does take a bit more of a time investment in order for you to really help people come up with their own solutions, but I promise you it's a worthwhile investment of your time and you can apply it to specific tasks related to the job as well you know if people are coming to you with a problem the quickest temptation may be just to give them the answer because you know it or you may say to them okay well thanks for describing that to me what do you see as the options to deal with this try and encourage them to think for themselves and again what you'll find is if you're coaching people over a period of time they'll start coaching themselves they'll start coming to you with not only the problem but with their thoughts about what the solution might be and you're encouraging them to think for themselves and again where I've worked with managers in the past that don't do enough coaching they find themselves under so much pressure having to answer queries and have all the answers and know everything themselves because they're not investing time in coaching their people and again, what you find is as you help them to grow their capability, they will become more useful, more effective at what they do, and you help them to feel that they are growing their capabilities as well there. So that's just a really, really quick rundown of feedback and coaching. Now, again, I, I could spend a whole week on each in really delving into the detail, but you can look up and you can find anything you need to know. The key thing that I would encourage you to do is recognise when you need to give feedback and recognise when you need to coach. They're two different things, both designed to help your people to develop and grow. And secondly, please don't just wait until they do something wrong or they do something badly before you give them feedback or coach them. Absolutely, you have to have those difficult conversations if things aren't right. But if you start catching people doing things right, give them the feedback, tell them what they've done right, tell them that you really valued it and that you've acknowledged it, and then maybe coach them as to how they can get even better at it or how they can share that with the rest of the team. The most successful managers are the ones that celebrate success that acknowledge it and make sure their people know what it is they are doing right and it's a lot more enjoyable to deliver that as well to be able to tell somebody you know what that was really good and this is what I liked about it that's what you did that's the impact it had please keep doing more of the same and you'll know if you've ever had great feedback like that that people tend to then go back into their job more energized more enthusiastic and more committed to doing their job well so that's just a quick whirlwind tour of feedback and coaching always invest time to develop your individuals to build a, so a strong team and you will achieve the task much more effectively so 
Please remember to leave us uh, your reviews and subscribe as well. And remember also that these podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify and all other major podcast stores. Thanks for listening and I wish you all the best of success. Speak to you again soon. Goodbye. <laughs>